Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. This time it's being recorded live from my hotel room in Jakarta, Indonesia, where I'm at for the Indonesia Open, which is set to start next week. So excited to be here and I will tell you much more about that in this episode. First of all though, I just want to thank all of my amazing patrons for your support. It means so much to me. You are the main reason why this podcast is still going. So thanks so much guys and girls. I really, really appreciate it. And if you have anything you want me to take up on the podcast or anything you want me to improve on the podcast just please let me know so thanks a lot guys i really really appreciate it anyway let's just get going with today's episode so as i said i'm in jakarta at the famond hotel right next to the uh, the iconic uh, Istora Sanayan, where we are playing the Indonesia Open. I am so excited to be here. Uh, although I have to admit, when I first boarded my plane yesterday, Saturday, uh, I was actually feeling a bit anxious as well about uh, going here because I definitely haven't had uh, a great preparation uh, leading up to this tournament. I've been struggling a lot with my uh, the upper part of my hamstring. Uh, so I, I actually haven't been training at the level I would like to, definitely not in any way, basically. Uh, I didn't play any like matches in training for a bit more than three weeks. Uh, actually, the last time I did until this uh, Wednesday last week was uh, was before the Sudirman Cup, before people left for Sudirman Cup. So yeah, for more than three weeks, I wasn't playing any matches or match practice because of uh, yeah, this hamstring injury. But I got to play a little bit of match practice on Wednesday and again on Thursday uh, in this week. And it, it went okay. I will still not say perfect, but well enough for me to think, okay, it would make sense to, uh, to still go here to Indonesia, even though it's going to be really difficult with these kind of preparations to beat a guy like Ginseng. But it's going to be difficult no matter what. Even if I was in my top, top condition, I would still be the clear underdog. But I'm just going to enjoy that experience playing against him in a full Estora Senayan with an amazing crowd. It's going to be so, so much fun. Uh, I played him last year as well in the second round of the tournament. It was a lot of fun. I actually think I played really well, especially in the first game where I also had a chance at the end of the game. But a few costly mistakes in the end um, made him win that uh, first game. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited to get another cool experience in Estorda Senayan. I think it's the 14th straight Indonesia Open for me. And so yeah, that's uh, also a pretty cool uh, stat. And it's an amazing place for me to finish off my career here in Asia. So it will definitely be the last time I go to Asia to uh, to play badminton myself. So what better place to do that than Estorda Senayan. And uh, because I had a really good training today actually uh, in the uh, in the training hall alongside uh, Victor Axelsen and a few of the doubles guys I feel much more positive now than I did when I boarded the flight um, today was actually the best feeling I've had in my body for at least the, the past four weeks so that's very positive I would still not say 100% but definitely getting closer so hopefully with 
Monday and Tuesday left for me to to still prepare and get like even even better. I hope that I will be feeling uh, quite okay going into the match on Wednesday when I will be playing Ginseng. Tomorrow morning, so Monday morning at eight o'clock, we have uh, practice in the main hall. So that's going to be uh, great to get back into the Astora Sanayan and uh, do some training. It's a pretty tricky hall to play in. Uh, besides the crazy amount of noise from the uh, the the uh, yeah, amazing Indonesian fans and supporters. Uh, it's also quite a windy place and the, the wind can be a little bit uneven at times in uh, Estoras and Iron. So it's a very tricky place to play in, but I've always enjoyed it. Uh, I played some good matches. I also definitely played some bad ones when I was here in January. Uh, earlier this year, I played horribly uh, in the uh, in the first round, but I've also had the quarterfinal finishes here and like I've, I've had some, uh, yeah, some pretty good performances as well. So hopefully I can uh, I can play at a good level and enjoy it and have fun and uh, just give my all against Ginseng then I'm sure we will have a, a fun match and I'm gonna enjoy that a lot. I'm definitely looking forward to it, no question about that. In terms of tactics it's pretty clear that Ginseng is much much faster than I am, I think that's no secret, he's also much younger than I am but even uh, when I was his age uh, I wasn't as fast, he's one of the fastest guy on, on tour. So there's no doubt I will need to try and uh, take that advantage, uh, speed advantage uh, away from him by uh, by uh, taking out a bit of the pace from the game. I'm uh, pretty sure that will not come as a surprise to him. Um, last time when I played him, I also had some con some success at least, uh, not playing too much very close to the net. Uh, we'll see if uh, if he'll be ready for that again. Uh, I definitely need to try and yeah get him away from uh, playing too much close net when uh, when he's getting there early then I will be uh, on the back foot if if that happens so I'll try to learn a little bit away from uh, from the close net try to take some pace out of the game and we will see if I can succeed in that it takes a lot of discipline it also takes uh, it takes high demands on my uh, my shot quality so we will see if I can uh, live up to that and I also need to have a pretty decent defense to to play this way and that is not easy against uh, Ginting and especially not in his daughters and I and so we will see if I will succeed with that uh, and uh, I'm sure some of you will probably ask if it's wise to talk about my tactics before the match maybe some will uh, inform him but I don't think he will be surprised anyway and uh, if I succeed with it, even if he's prepared for it, uh, I think uh, I have some tools in my game at least to uh, to hurt him in some ways. But there's no question that he's the huge favorite and it's going to be very, very difficult uh, for me to have a chance. But the most important thing for me is definitely to uh, to enjoy one more, uh, one final dance in his daughters and I. And it's the best place in the world to play badminton because of the atmosphere. So I'm, I'm honestly just my only goal is to enjoy that match and give ab absolutely everything and I'm I'm so so excited to get this uh, opportunity so yeah can't wait for Wednesday but on the other hand I'm also quite happy actually that I have a couple of days still left to uh, to start feeling like I have done some better preparations and that my body is feeling close to uh, close to 100% again For today, I've been uh, spending the day uh, training in the training hall, as I already said, and I've also had a light gym session. Apart from that, I've just been at the pool, relaxing, having fun with the Anna Skov Rasmussen's son, Bo. 
who is uh, he's here. Uh, Anas has brought his family, two kids and a wife. A few of the other guys also brought the uh, their girlfriends and wives and stuff. So yeah, it's it's quite fun being here. Fairmont uh, Hotel, which we stay in, is uh, my favorite hotel on tour as well. So it's a very nice place. I really try to uh, make the most of it while I'm here for yeah for again one final time. So I've had a, a great day, enjoyed some Indonesian food as well. I've been to the, uh, the spa with Kim Astrup and our coach Thomas Downgaard. Spent some hours at the room with Anas and his family again. So it's just been a, a brilliant day. I'm looking forward to the next couple of days where I will be uh, doing some video analysis. I'll be talking to Kenneth Jonasen who's arriving uh, late tonight as well from Singapore. Get some treatment, go back to the gym again, yeah, stuff like that. Train a bit, a little bit in the uh, the main hall as well. Just try to prepare as well as possible to feel as good as possible for the match on Wednesday. Uh, another thing I will be doing is an Instagram takeover. <coughs> sorry, on the uh, FZ Forza profile uh, on Instagram. So go check that out. It's FZ underscore Forza underscore international uh, i'll be doing that on tuesday so uh, you should go there and check that out i will be uh, sharing lots of uh, stories and posts over uh, the course of the day and there will also be chance a chance to ask me questions but you guys always have that chance here on uh, on the podcast but anyway go check it out on tuesday Final thing for today is a question from you guys actually from one of you guys anthony uh, one of my patrons uh, he wants me to talk about a time I felt the worst burnout in my career, like what caused it and how did I unplug anything I would do differently if I could go back in time. Um, and I, I think it's quite hard to find, like I have one time where I was, uh, I was really considering quitting the national team, but I wasn't really fed up with badminton or burned out in that way. Uh, I still wanted to play. I just... I was fed up or burned out in terms of being in the national team because I didn't f- national team. I didn't feel like I was developing. Uh, I felt like my development was uh, at a standstill. Uh, I still felt like I was working hard, doing everything, but I didn't really get the reward. So in that way, I was uh, I was just kind of fed up with it, and I was looking uh, to see if there were other options that were better for me. Um, I took a good long chat with my club coach at the time who had an international badminton academy in Copenhagen at that time, if that could be a better option. Uh, But he actually uh, convinced me to stay in the national team, even though it would have been great for his academy to add a player like me. He uh, thought in the long run it would still be better for me to to stay in the national team and uh, keep giving it a go. And he was sure that the reward would would come. And he was completely right. And I still uh, owe him a lot of uh, thanks for... uh, for having that conversation with me and uh, convincing me that was uh, the right choice. Um, I've had other situations where I've uh, I've been sick and tired of badminton, mostly after periods again with bad losses or not the results I was uh, I was hoping for. Often the way I've been dealing with it has been to focus uh, a bit extra on something else. I've still always been pretty good at going to training because I've never really felt that kind of. Uh, like sickness from playing badminton. It's more been like the competition part I've been uh, sick and tired of. Uh, I, I like training, I like using my body and stuff like that. But the way I've been focusing on other things was, for example, when I was still studying, then I would study a little bit more. Uh, I've also liked to every now and then go out and play a little bit of tennis or uh, 
yeah, go out do some fun stuff with my uh, friends or go uh, away for a weekend or yeah, even have a holiday uh, somewhere. Uh, but yeah, of course it cannot happen too often, but like get my mind off Babinson in, in some way, still do some physical training, uh, still keep the body going so you're still ready when you come back. But it's always been working well for me to have other things to focus on uh, instead and, and put most of my thought on. And then quite quickly, usually I, uh, I come back to thinking, okay, now I wanna play badminton again and I want to be training and competing and showing that uh, yeah, I'm not done. So I don't think if I could go back in time, I would do any of, uh, of the things I've done differently in terms of, uh, of dealing with this kind of uh, thing. Uh, I think in general for me it works well that if I lose motivation for something I will focus a little bit for a short while on something else and then very often if it's something I have a burning desire for the motivation will come back by itself. So yeah, I hope that made sense Anthony and uh, gave you a reasonable answer for your question. And with that being said, I will, uh, I will tune out for now. I don't know if I will be back on Tuesday with the new podcast before the uh, before the match against Ginting, but for sure I will record one after the match against Ginting. I don't know what time I'll be playing on Wednesday, so if it's a late evening match, the podcast will not be out until Thursday, so the next day, but if it's an early match, then I might have time to, uh, to do the podcast on Wednesday. Thanks so much everyone for listening. I'll be back soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.